This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. I mean, you know, uh, orange, dino- orange dinosaur versus the world, you know, true. Now I'm constantly thinking about getting an orange dinosaur tattoo. Who are you, Robbie Roadsteamer? Oh, yeah, that's right. He's got one, right? He does have one. I figured the orange dinosaur fighting the tiki god up on uh, Kalu's next to the cactus sign from Hilltop. Yeah, have, like, I'm not from Saugus, so it's too much Saugus on there. I'm, I'm not from Saugus either. Yeah, but you live there, so you're from there. How long you lived in that house? Ten years? Yeah, that, you're from Saugus now. After ten oh. years, you're officially from a place. Hello and welcome to another episode of In a Pickle, the show dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. I am your host, Dave Houghton, and with me today, Sarah Retalic. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Hello. I had nothing funny to say about you. Uh, so, I'm good. <laughs> it's like, look at her face. <laughs> and you can hear her voice. You can only imagine what her face looks like. And that's the joke. Goodbye. Thanks for watching. Well, you can go over to YouTube and see it and go, yikesies, mikesies, fright night. That's true. Our YouTube is up and running and running crazy, I might add. Thank you, everybody who subscribes, likes, and watches these crazy videos that we post. There is the brand new In a Pickle, uh, biggest pickle video coming out today um, from last week's episode. Yeah, so. At two. And if you just want to see. beginning. If you just want to see who all the biggest pickles are, just go ahead in that category and check out the biggest pickles, and uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes in the videos, we don't even really, we tell you who the biggest pickle is, but then we don't tell you why, because we're too busy just going bananas. So Yeah, we are off the rails for sure yeah, at times, that's, but that's the way meh, tis life. That's the way it is, you know, so... We got a pretty deep show today. We got a couple of rewinds, followed by, of course, another pickle. Um, Another. Yeah. A new, a new big pickle. A new big pickle with a new sport. So. Yeah. Something that we haven't been on for a little bit. So, uh, all right. So, without further ado, let's get into this week's news. Sarah, kick us off with our rewind. So quick, re- quick yeah. rewind. There you go. Nice. So, uh, I like how you added the sound yeah, right I was away. like, I can't even Oof, yeah. speaking and need more coffee. Uh, so quick rewind from last week. Uh, the Oakland A's. So that uh, that bill has passed, and the A's are now officially going to uh, Vegas. So you just had the uh, last week. You had the 
reverse boycott that all the Oakland fans had done. And that was the most fans that they've had show up in quite a while. Right. Um, they were chanting for Fisher to sell the team. <laughs> and it wasn't and, even a lot either. Yeah. It was like, you know, it was, 000. it was a good amount of people. I think the final number yeah. was like 27, 28,000, yeah, something like that. But that's not even a sellout at Fenway. And I think Fenway might be one of the smallest parks. Stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. Capacity. It was so. But yeah, they, uh, they were there to show their support for the team itself and to chant for Fisher to sell the team made posters. They did all this stuff. And um, yeah, so unfortunately he's not selling the team and the A's are moving. And this is the fourth team to be moving. Yeah. I was just going to say this. Oakland is now the first city to lose all four major sports to relocation. So yeah, it's pretty uh, sad. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a tough one. It's too bad for the city of Oakland, especially like the hardcore Oakland fans, you know? Yeah, it really. I know there's so many. It really is devastating. And Oakland has been like a journeyman of a team in itself where it started on the East Coast and it's kind of gone West. But Oakland's been there for, you know, well, like the A's. I mean, Oakland's been there for since California, but uh, the athletics have California town. I think we got um, some that... internet's up in the California town. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Um, the athletics have been there for what? It's well over 40 years now. Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. So it's something that they built roots and you had really great teams come through there and great players. So it really is sad to see them leave. Uh, especially as you know i mean a lot of our favorite players from the old baseball days have all come out of oakland you got your uh ricky henderson's our mark mcguire's um um the jose canseco's you know like um, dave stewart eckersley oh yeah freaking you had yeah you know Stacks on stacks on stacks right i mean just think about that 80s world series team you know that was uh that was a monstrous team. I I loved it. Uh, the 89 World Series, the Earthquake Series. You know, it just sucks because um, you, you had mentioned like over 40 years, but it, 1968 was when the Oakland A's moved out of Kansas City over to Oakland. So, you know, it's a, that's a serious clip of time that they've been in Oakland. It really is. And now it's just, it's, it's over. It's I really, mean, it's, it's, I was, I was really hoping that baseball would stay. I mean, I get it. There's so much baseball in California. Right. But it, it it's a different kind of baseball. And I don't know. It, it's kind of a bummer. But it is say la vie, I guess. Yeah. I I mean, you bring up a good point, too. I mean, with the Giants playing right next door or close by, it's like it's not like a New York thing where it's like, you know the Mets play here. the The Yankees play, you know, down the street, and it's like you have both stadiums are sold out because there's such a huge market for baseball both. in New York and yeah. for both. But because California has such a, a a large amount of teams, I mean, with Oakland, I think there that's five teams, right? I mean, even if it's a big state, there's so many people who are like, even if they live in San Francisco. You could still be like 
a San Diego fan. If you mm-hmm. live in San Diego, you could still be a Dodgers fan. You know, it, it it's not like a, uh, an uh, East Coast. It's not like here in Boston where it's like if you're not a, a Red Sox fan and you're a Yankees fan, I mean, we consider you a traitor and a piece of shit. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this facts in California, it's like, oh, well, it's California. It's, you know, whatever you you live in California, you're supporting a California baseball team. So it's uh. It's too bad because that it's just another franchise lost in Oakland, and now it's I it, I feel like it brings Oakland further down a spiral of of just shit because now they've lost. I mean, the city's already a a dumpster, and now they lost one more sports team. And I mean, I mean, sports brings people together, and the fact that like very true. Now you're depressed, you know. They, and and like, how you gonna how you gonna afford? What what about the the families? Not not that this has anything to do with anything, but like what about the families who like want to bring baseball into their kids' lives but can't afford a mm-hmm. uh, San Francisco Giants game, right? You know? So you take them to Oakland, and it's you know you could buy four tickets for a dollar fifty, you know, and that Seriously. comes with a bag of popcorn and a hot dog. Yeah, and a back rub. Yeah, and a back rub. You know, I mean, you gotta watch out because you might fall through the duct tape. But, but you're all right. It's it just, builds it's strength. Bad. Yeah, it's really sad. I'm I'm pretty bummed for it. I really wanted him to sell the team in hopes that they would have just tore down the Coliseum and rebuilt something and made it magical again. But yeah, but you know what? Because the world kicks you when it's down. Even if Fisher sold the team, whoever bought it would have just moved it anyways. It, yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it was never gonna stay in Oakland. It wasn't, you know, or they'd build them a new stadium on the uh, the the border of San Francisco. Yeah, <laughs> and know? that would have been like, what? <laughs> yeah, it would have been like, oh, you're Oakland, uh, Oakland, San Francisco A's, and it's like, oh man, you just you're just messing with us now. Come on, but it was never gonna stay in Oakland. Oakland never wanted to to help out, so whatever, it's gone. So, R.I.P. Oakland A's. Uh, on the flip side to that, I am looking forward to the the Vegas A's. Far away yeah. <laughs> from here. Uh, yeah. We do a lot uh, of singing in this show. I we really you. do. Get, yeah. You know, gives us life, keeps us entertained with ourselves. I mean, I was shocked as shit when Aaron Neville came by the show last week. You know, oh he my even God, made that video came, for us. Yeah, when he yeah. came through, I was like, say what? What? what what's up what are you doing how you yeah. how's it been what's going on you got where's linda on, you got something on your face <laughs> that sword tattoo plus that weird little birthmark you got anyways um yeah so i am looking forward to the vegas a's i'm just because like i personally i enjoy vegas i like vegas I, and like now there's going to be a brand new baseball stadium and vegas is if Vegas has taught us anything, that you only need six years of existence until you win a championship. So, legit, yeah, yeah. legit. So, like, how only, do you uh, the only strip? three more years until the Oakland Ra- or oh, <laughs> oh, I was gonna up. say only three more years until the Las Vegas Raiders win a, a Super Bowl. Tom Brady owns the team. It's not going to be like the uh, Michael Jordan owning the Charlotte Hornets and then never oh, making it to the playoffs. Oh but. boy. Yeah. No, he sold, I mean, so. we'll see. Yeah, he sold down, but yeah, he'll see you, Michael. Also, he made a boatload of 
of money on that sale. And he's technically still in the ownership group. He went from being the majority owner to a minority owner, and he sold his shares that he bought 13 years ago. He bought the team for $328 million. He sold it for $3 billion. Michael Jordan is the real goat. Okay? Dude. He bought, Dude. he sold Dude. a team. Dude. For Dude. half of what Oakland was looking for for a stadium. Right? Think about that. That, when uh, putting things in perspective across yeah. like that is just. Jordan could personally build the A's a stadium anywhere and still have a bucket full of money left over. So not anywhere, not on the moon. I I bet you he could. Him, he probably John could. Morant, and the whale from South Park can all go on the moon and put a basketball team up there. We Speaking of it. John Morant, our boy has uh, gotten uh, a 25 game suspension, and we yeah. went live to discuss our displeasure with the fact that it wasn't a bigger punishment. Yeah, what a um I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked. I'm it wasn't still bigger. shocked. Yes, I as as well am I. Like yeah. I am still shocked about it. Uh mainly because I was I was anticipating it being large, you know, like a greater thing since Adam Silva was like, We're gonna announce this after the finals. Like right. you could have announced that before the finals and then everybody would have forgot about it. I feel like that's a tweet. That's just a tweet randomly That's a tweet. placed Like, there you go. Yep. You know, if you're coming like, out and saying, like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the finals to end before I drop this bombshell, right? And then when the bombshell drops, it's like, oh, John Morant's getting 25 games. What? That's it? Yeah. I mean, it, I'm, not, I'm not looking for him to be, like, kicked out of the league forever, but, like, 25 games? Like, and that's, that's the what suspense you, you for? That's the suspense you built. Yeah. There was so much speculation. There was so much conversation. I was also annoyed by some reporters who were saying that this was the biggest suspension in in uh sports history. And I was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Like, what what are you even talking about? This yeah. some reporters I was just rolled my eyes, just, uh, just do I have on. to go back to the malice at the palace? Those guys got suspended for uh some of those guys' career ended because of that fight. Even okay. if so, if even if we're not talking NBA, if we stop and look at it on the spectrum of like football and getting right. suspended for football, you get suspended for eight games in football. That's almost what half the season. Right. So comparing that to 25 games in NBA, that's a more extreme suspension than 25 games in the NBA where they play right. like a hundred and something games a season. 82. So. Well, whatever, 82 is still more than 16. Right, right, right. Right? Right. I don't know. Absolutely. Don't know. This is why I just don't with the NBA anymore. This is why right. I have stopped in the last decade and just you're going to build suspense for that. Yeah, for that that's that's nothing. That's that's bullshit. And here here's the thing. You know, I'm hoping that this is going to there's gonna gonna be some kind of process for him. But I again we're gonna talk about Stephen A real quick. And I know like we both are like, uh Stephen A, I don't wanna right. have, like, you know, be on side with him because he annoys the shit out of me. But Stephen A said it perfectly on Friday and he was like, 
nobody believes a word that is coming out of this man's mouth. No, he no, can no, no, apologize no. up and down and say all these things. And this yeah, you could say anything you really want. believes him. He's like, we have trust issues with him. Yep. That's just like my verbiage flipping around what he said, because he right. was going off like right. crazy time. But um, because how do you trust him? Like, how point? do you? Yeah. I mean, you know, toy gun or not, it's, you know, you're setting a was... bad example for the youth. You're setting a bad example for yourself. You're setting a bad example for the NBA, you know, and like, you know, you throw these 25 games and you sit down. These 25 games could uh, make or break you if mm-hmm. you show in good faith that you're actually growing up and becoming an adult and you're going to do the right thing. And or you're going to backpedal and just screw yourself even more because if another social media video comes out about him doing something stupid, yeah, I mean, He's... no one's gonna, no, no one's gonna trust him on anything. No, you know? and the fact no. that he still has 57 games to come and play and also help his team. Say, say in those 25 games that he loses or that that he's not playing, the team never wins. Right? They go 0 and 25. Well, guess what? They can go 57 and 25 and still make the playoffs. But I don't know. Here's the thing. With him out last season, the Grizzlies played better without him. And they were playing well. So it's something where there's this realization moment with that front office going, okay, we this will be the last, you know, trial run and error for him. Like if there is a problem. We don't need him because look what our boys were able to do when we didn't have him here. Right. So and that's what it comes down to is 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 it worth it? Is the right. talent over is the is having that talent on your team and having it be a selfish talent worth it over a championship? Well, especially if he's gonna cause such I mean, I know I know that his family's not welcomed at the Memphis uh, FedEx Forum. Um, I know his friends are not allowed to be around him during games or whatever. But, I mean, you really have to really switch your whole crew around. But the bigger thing is now, especially for the Grizzlies, like you're losing John Moran for 25 games, and now you have a big thing in your head where it's like, do we – what do we do here? But the bigger thing out there is what do we do about Dylan Brooks? Like we already told him to go eat shit. He's probably going to ask for anywhere from 13 to $17 million a year. Right. You need someone for 25 games. You're not going to get him for less than what he's asking. You might be able to offer him 12 to 14, but he's going to want like anywhere from 13 to 17. And he, if he thinks he's needed and he, if he has the right agent, they're, they're going to go for broke. They'll be like, we want 20 to 25 million a year. And we want a four year guaranteed, no trade. Don't send me to China. Should Memphis just be like, eh, we're just going to wash this year and we're going to go by the wayside here and go down the tubes. Or what? I I mean, there's a lot of things that this team, John Morant's actions affected an entire team. So Right. It's if I was in the front office, if this was my team and I was running this team, 
I would say that's it's it's time to blow it up. Like yeah. we're gonna bring up prospects. We're going to start moving people around. We'll, you know, when we start hitting, um, when we start moving people around, we'll we'll make trades. We'll make offers. We'll do these things. Like I would start being a little bit more strategic on the back end of things right. to develop. And I understand having Ja come to your team was a way to develop this organization. However with the PR stuff and the personal stuff infiltrating into your organization, you need to step back and look at it and go, is this going to be healthy for my organization and people wanting to come and play here and people right. wanting to come and see games here? You know, it's something where I would, I would blow it up and start bringing in, you know, whomever wants to play. Yeah. Especially now where you have a new big three, in your division where you have uh Phoenix just put in that new big three yep. with, with the um the trade the trade with Chris the Paul Beals. for Bradley Beal. Yeah. So now you got Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant. And they're gonna I mean, there's a possibility where they could very well I mean, right now I don't think anyone's gonna stop the Nuggets except for the Nuggets um for next you know for next year. But I mean, I have a really good feeling if if Kevin Durant can stay healthy, I think the Phoenix Suns have a great chance of going to at least the the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, you know, and like the East is up in the air because you don't know what the Celtics are going to do. Um, you don't know what the Miami Heat are going to do right now with uh, Damian Lillard. You know, are they going to trade for him? Who they're going to trade for? What are they going to get rid of? Then you got Antetokounmpo in Milwaukee. Is his back going to be healthy? So, I mean, like, if Memphis can put together a good team, I mean, they do have a good run, but I don't think you're going to you, – no one's going to get past the Phoenix-Denver combo. Like, you're, yeah. you're not going to. So, I mean, now might be a, a pretty good year to just blow it up and start fresh. Get rid of everybody. That's and, what I'm and saying. Just, just start yeah. fresh. See what transpires from this. Right. I mean, Silva made the statement saying that prior to his return that he needs to go through, um, you know, different programs and this and that to come back right. into the league. Um, and since he's a repeat offender, like it, he, they were like, no, like you have to. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, and since he is suspended from all Grizz Grizzlies activities, pre-games, going to games, uh, public appearances, everything and anything that like this will give you 25 games to see what life with without John Morant is like for an extended period of time. Right. Who remembers him and who forgets him real quick? That's, right. That's going to be the real test. So I don't know. Time will tell. We'll see. Yep. 25 I thought, games sitting on ice. Yeah. I thought what was interesting was that um, I expected Nike to release him and yeah. Nike kept on to him and was like we we support him he took accountability we're gonna back him this and that and well because even with his faults he's still profitable that's the thing that's because guess what business. no matter what good or bad people are still talking about him Ugh. it doesn't matter good or yeah. bad you know you're not wrong i don't know but speaking of bad we got a couple of bad drunks coming on the horizon Ugh. yeah Gosh. Um, yikesies, uh, yikesies. 
We really celebrated this weekend going hard. This weekend, yeah, Father's Day weekend it was live it up, party yeah. central. <laughs> I mean, every they all started on Friday, so here we go. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, my God. So West Virginia basketball coach Bob Huggins. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, so he ended up resigning a day after he was arrested on suspicions of drunken driving. I, I like how this made him resign. Resign. The, this. the getting a DUI, getting caught drunk driving made him de- uh, resign from his role in West Virginia. Not the homophobic the homophobic slurs that he, he busted out on radio. On the radio. Yeah. Right. This. Well, you know what, though? Here. That's that's the kind of place that we're at where, like, uh, unfortunately, where one thing is uh, outweighs another. And it's like, you know, he's he's a West Virginian coach. And, like, I'm sure the homophobic slurs run rampant up there and it wouldn't matter. But yeah. DUI, how dare you? You might all hit my cows or something. Well, what's wild about this? Also, it's West is- Virginia, isn't everybody drunk? Yeah, I'm it's just drunk, who gets caught just with more. us talking about it. Yeah, it's right, just us. Yeah. Um, Huggins was charged with a DUI on Friday night in Pittsburgh. Mm. Okay, so this was in Pittsburgh. Ah, uh, see, that's why he got caught because he wasn't even in. He wasn't West in Virginia. West Virginia, so he was in Pittsburgh. And the the wild thing is, is his SUV had stopped in the middle of traffic with a shredded tire and the driver's side door open. Like, <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> DUIs are not funny, okay? But no, the, way, but like, the way people uh, the way people get caught, like, what did you run over? Like, oh, my God. And your driver's door, like, your driver's, your driver's side door was open. Door like, was open. Were happened? you trying to check the tire while driving to see I'm if it sure. was shredded yeah. instead of coming to it? So, so you're driving with the door open, like, oh, that sounds like my tire. I don't know. Let me turn down the tunes. Driving and then decided to stop in the middle of traffic right. to then also see. Oh, man. The pullover. Yeah. I mean, that, that his blood. Beautiful. Yeah. His blood alcohol content was more than twice the legal limit. So Ooh, he wasn't um, he wasn't thinking clearly, clearly. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's funny, you know, you mentioned that. Uh, that his car was with the shredded tire and the door open and, and like the fact that he's checking it. it it reminds me of that time where Marshawn Lynch parked his car with no wheels on it no wheels in <laughs> Vegas that yeah. was in Vegas yeah he, and he was just like, like he's like I don't know I don't know. Oh, what, like, what else? Bro, what happened to your Skittles. fucking wheels man yeah he's like got some Skittles want some Skittles got Skittles right? in the trunk what's up He's fixing the the holes in the tires with Skittles. I don't, I don't know, but like that that's that's crazy. That's crazy. But what's not crazy is the fact that uh there was a bus driver for the Pittsburgh uh Pittsburgh Pirates this weekend that was pulled over and got arrested for DUI. The the reason why this is like so big is the fact that the entire Pittsburgh Pirates team was on this bus. Yes. And they were driving from 
uh, what was it from? They were going to Milwaukee. I don't remember if they were going uh, from a spot to Milwaukee. They like they couldn't leave from Pittsburgh to Milwaukee. Yeah, that's, that's a oof. That's that's a, a that's a ride right uh, there. That's a hike. But they um, the bus driver was pulled over. He failed his um, failed sobriety test, and he was arrested. Which later uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, whoever who whoever the media rep is for the Pirates came out and said, we are concerned about this. Um, yeah. No you think? shit, dude. You the think? The bus driver was carrying your team. Your entire team. Your entire team was, was on this bus. fucking loaded. He was loaded. You know? Like, wow. That would have been something if... If something happened there, where if the he shredded crashed. a tire and had the door open and yeah. was all the windows are blown <laughs> out, like, like, like what happened here? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hit a squirrel. Well, they just they just catch him wearing all the gear, but that's, <laughs> he's that's pretty wild. The, he's, yeah. he's like Chris Farley and Billy yeah. Madison. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, <laughs> I'm a baseball player. Veronica Vaughn. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, off the rails. Oh, he was pulled over in Illinois. Illinois State Trooper pulled him over. So, oh, you had to been really doing some ish yeah. while driving to get pulled over because a lot of the times, you know, Illinois traffic, you you're in traffic, you're not moving that fast. Yeah, on the highway in uh Illinois, so. You really had to been must not be too long of a distance, Chicago to Milwaukee. I don't know. Chicago or Pittsburgh? Because no, they were playing in Chicago. Oh, so they're playing in Chicago and then went yeah. from oh, so maybe no, because so yeah, Pittsburgh to Chicago isn't that bad. So Chicago to Milwaukee isn't that far. Right. I mean, it can't be. Yeah. Why would they take a, a friggin' bus? Right. It would I be mean, one of those if you were going West Coast. I mean, Pittsburgh's yeah. more centrally located than like we are. Where right, right. if we were going to Chicago, we're not gonna um drive. No. That's just too much. No, but uh that's uh that's something right there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh times two in the DUIs. So I don't know. So uh what else we got here? I said we're going into the pickle now. We're going into the big pickle. We're going into the big pickle because this is the big. This is like a fatty boom batty coming out of the jar this week. Yeah, this is a foot and mouth disease right now on the big pickle. Uh, This This is is what happens when you put your foot in your mouth. So, uh, all right. So we're going to get into the biggest pickle. But before that, let's take a quick break for station identification. I think we can call it right. Yeah, yeah, uh, I guess. Find out the podcast of the month. And uh, we'll be right back. I'm Alicia Lockhart. And I'm LaDonna Humphrey. We are the co-hosts of the Deep Dark Secrets podcast. We're a true crime podcast that shines a light in some really dark places. Season one covers the dangerous topic of death fetish forums and related murders. Did you know there are people out there that want to see a woman get stabbed, drowned, or hung to fulfill some sort of sexual desire? Well, there are, and we've gone undercover in a number of these seedy, gated online communities. We have watched thousands of wannabe murderers talking shop 
about techniques for abducting, torturing, raping, and killing women. People are dying at the hands of these death fetish predators, and we have to take a stand. We will shine a bright, unrelenting light on the deep, dark secrets of the death fetish community, and we invite you to join us as we do. So tune in every Monday as we expose the fringes of true crime. Hey, this is Sammy from Barrel H Chicks, and I'm here with Yen. Hey, everybody. How you doing, Yen? I'm feeling amazing. <laughs> yes, you are. But what we're here to do today is talk about where you can find Barrel H Chicks. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and Good Pods. Yep. On the Barrel H Chicks, we have myself, Sammy. We have Yen, of course. And then we have Snow, Crystal, and Harley. Yep. Um, we enjoy talking about everything from movies to being current moms to being just the ladies of the Barrel H Flicks boys and their shenanigans in general. Please join us without kids. Thank you. Yes, our podcast is explicit content, so it is definitely not for little ears, but come out, let your hair down to hear the chick side of things. Whoop, whoop. It's we, a shit show. <laughs> please join us. We need some mom time. All right, welcome back to IAP Radio, and uh, now we're into the biggest pickle, but before that, I just want to say, I just remembered something. We just had a sweep of the Yankees here in Boston, and I was lucky enough to go to the Father's Day game. It was supposed to be on Saturday, but it got rained out, so I went uh, Sunday morning, uh, or Sunday afternoon. It was uh, was quite the game. It was a good game. It was a good game. um, there was a lot of Yankees fans there. Well, naturally, I mean, there's always uh, yeah. Yankees fans I saw travel. your video, and there was a lot. And I, even on TV, when I was watching, I was like, "Holy moly, there's yeah. a lot." And even at the in the night game as well, there were yeah. quite yeah. a few. And I was like, "What?" But we it's not those... like it used to be. It's no. not like it used to be. Not at all. No, I didn't see any fights. No, which, I'm sad. Which was good. Uh, the one thing I was depressed about: nobody told me about their 27 rings. I, I stated that well, in the video. They yeah. have 27 rings? Yeah, and no Yankees fan told me how many rings they have, so I was oh. a little disappointed in that. You know, that's, that's, I'm sorry. But you know what? The Red Sox swept them, and now we're going to fight with them for last place, so that's fine with me. You know, that's, that's the new norm. Alex Cora came out, though, and I had to agree with him, even though I'm, I'm not a huge Alex Cora supporter, and I love me my Red Sox. Like, don't get me wrong. I had to agree with Alex Cora saying that there's so many there there's so many better rivalries that we can watch on ESPN. Hundred percent. Like, stop oh, stop trying yes. to market the Red Sox. Stop Yankees forcing rivalry. this. Stop forcing it. It's not like it used to be. No. You know, we had all this history. We had all this angst. We you know we led into that. We had the rival. Right. Um. Hey, that was fun. It was a fun like time. that was great. It was but so great. Over. Like, yeah, we're we're past it now. It, it's time to move on. Stop beating a dead horse. And like the um, fact that the stores at Fenway are trying to sell like Yankees, Red Sox rivalry, everything, pins, baseballs, shirts, hats. Like, it's not a rivalry. It's anymore. not a rivalry anymore. It's like, what done. are we? What are we fighting for? Last place? Like, let's be honest. Like, that's not the greatest of accomplishments to fight no. for. Like, nope. that's an embarrassment. The fact that two high payrolling teams 
are fighting for last place. And we're losing to places like Tampa and Baltimore who pay their guys pennies on the dollar. I mean, yeah, what? It's let's be real let's, here. Come let's on. get a realistic moment here. It's done. Yeah. And, you know, we don't have the angst anymore that we used to have. You know, the no. players aren't hitting every guy with a pitch on purpose. They're not charging the mound. Right. They're not telling each other to fuck off. They're not face washing. They're not throwing old men on the ground. Like it's very different. You don't even have fans fighting in the stands anymore. It is so different now right. than it used to be. So I I don't know. Is it because everything's so expensive now that the the fandom has changed completely that you don't eh, have? I don't know. I saw a lot of young kids there still at the game. Uh, I don't know. Buckle it's move. just for me. It's just not the same anymore. Like we can, it, you want to make yeah. it a rivalry again? Let them throw at each other. Let yeah, them bite. Let's, let's throw some bows. Did you see the um the big viral video that came from that first game? No, the doubleheader yesterday of the little brother who oh that got one, yeah. the baseball yeah. and that then was the game I was back at. to the field and the. Yeah older brother who's also still little losing yeah. his shit on the little brother so now you get two this poor dad with his two yeah. sons who are losing their mind and he's apologizing to everyone <laughs> around yeah but on the flip side of that those kids got those kids got oh, so much memorabilia they, here's the thing that they did is the father took the little brother for a walk so that the red Sox would sit with the older brother because they're both little they look like they're like two yeah. years apart and they're both right. like what eight and six maybe yeah and they sat with the older brother and created those memories of memorabilia right they saved that younger brother's life oh that's absolutely. what they did that's what the red Sox did the red Sox saved a life yesterday <laughs> and the only reason why i think that little kid threw that ball back on the field was because the play before that uh torres for the yankees hit a home run right in the monster and one of the dudes caught the ball in the just like, and he threw the ball back because everybody was was screaming throw it back because it was yanking. yeah nobody wants that so like when the other ball came up the foul ball and the dude gave it to his little kid and he threw it on the field it was just like yeah i mean no. monkey see monkey do i guess you know yeah because so. it's a little kid yeah know? absolutely well whatever yeah, those kids got everything you know they got two autograph yeah, balls did. i'm pretty sure one of them got a david ortiz signed jersey like, come on. David Ortiz came out and signed everything. Yeah. Like, we signed your forehead. Because you wheel kids. them out for moments like that. These, you know, good for those kids. But, like, this is the generation that we're leading where everybody gets a fucking trophy. Come on. Come on. You know? Give you a trophy. If I threw the ball on the field give you a and I started to cry, like, are the Red Sox going to give me a bunch of stuff? Well, if I go with you to the game and I'll be like, he's very special. We can make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. What? Like, I just start screaming Franks and Beans? Have you have seen you, my baseball? Have you seen my baseball? Have you seen no. my baseball? What do I do? No. Have you oh. seen my wiener? All right. All right. So, anyway, all right. Let's get into the biggest pickle. Sarah, who is this week's biggest pickle? This week's biggest pickle. Jack Jones. Woo. Oh, the New England Patriots, huh? Uh, yes. NFL. Hmm. Yes, 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 yes. The New England Patriots cornerback, not quarterback, corner. Like, don't put baby in the corner. So not Mac Jones, but Jack corner. Jones. 
Oh, Jack Jones, not yes, Jones. Jack Jones. Yeah, yes. we're talking Jack Jones. Yeah, Jack. So Jack. why is Jack Jones this week's biggest pickle? Well, good old Jack was arrested at Boston's Logan Airport this past Friday on weapons charges after two loaded firearms were found in his luggage. You got to be a special kind of soft-headed asshole to think in this day and age that you can bring not just a loaded gun, but any gun, unloaded or not, two, 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 onto two. a plane. Two. 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 There are two. special requirements just to bring a gun on a plane, and that's you, when it's under uh-huh. the plane. You right. have to make sure the, the it's ammo locked up, everything's discharged. The gun yeah. are separated mm-hmm. and that they're in different boxes and that those boxes are locked up. And, and that, you need the paperwork too. And you need a paperwork from the uh, uh, the FF, from the state. Uh, FAA, in the, 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 the state. You need paperwork from the yeah. state. You need paperwork from the FAA. You need to show your license. You need um, blood sample, hair follicle, a little uh, bit of saliva. I, I just, like you need all I just this. Picture, I just picture Jack Jones in TSA security, and you know, he, security finds two guns, and they're like, "You can't bring guns on the plane." And then Jack Jones just going. Do you know who I am? And then the TSA guy going, no. <laughs> because honestly, <laughs> when this story came out and they said, oh, Jack Jones, uh, you know, uh, arrested for carrying a loaded gun on the plane. I'm like, who the fuck is Jack Jones? I didn't know. And I I mean, also You're like, like what? Jack Johnson? I'm was not like a huge Patriots fan anyways. Front? I mean, they they are the team in the state that I live in. But like, I was like, I don't fucking, what? And then I read yeah. it and I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. So, you know, a few uh, years yeah. ago, uh, um, Bill yeah. Russell brought a gun on a plane when he was leaving from Seattle. This is like a couple of years before he died. And like everybody just gave him the benefit of the doubt because he's an old man, you know. And they're like, oh, it's Bill Russell. Yeah, Bill Russell, Bill Russell could do whatever he wanted in my eyes. You, uh, you wanna... but you what? know he had all the proper paperwork. Uh, you know that. Yeah, I'm sure he did, but I mean, Jack Jones does not have the proper paperwork. No, because according to Mass State Police, it was it is possession of a concealed weapon in a secure area of the airport. Possession of ammunition without a firearm identification card, unlawful possession of a firearm, carrying a loaded firearm, and possession of a large capacity feeding device. So that is a lot of things. Yeah. This seems like it's going to be uh, a possible jail thing. Yeah, because you're at the airport. I mean, (laughs) when I go to the airport... I'm afraid I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to get stopped for, like, my razor blades, like, for my for legs, like, shaving razors? Yeah. Am I going to get stopped? Like, did I take the nail clippers out? Did I do like you? Any normal person who travels and travels frequently always has this moment of. Oh, my God. Shit. (laughs) Am I is today the day? Like, did I is my fluid ounces too big? Like, what's going to happen? So this it was so just 
off the like off the rails for me where I'm like, uh, how I, I forget, have you lived I forget under what comedian, a rock? I forget what comedian said it. Uh, I remember hearing this joke, but it was like, you know, you're in the TSA line and you're taking all the shit out of your pockets and you're taking your computer out of your bag and you're doing all this stuff and you're getting ready and you're like, right before you cross into that metal detector, you're like, oh my God. Did somebody plant a secret gun on me? Yeah. <laughs> like, because you constantly, even even you, though you don't know, even know your pockets are empty, you're still checking still like, your pockets. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my yeah. gosh. What, what, like, <laughs> shit, shit. Yeah. What else? Like, right. do I have like an eighth of crack in my, right. my asshole? Like, what right. is like, you never, you go through all of these scenarios right. of. And my smuggling drugs that I don't know about. Yeah, you just don't know the the stuff that is so far fetched is what goes through your brain. Yeah, uh, it's just yeah, yeah. So uh, his bail was set at fifty thousand, and this is this week he's being arraigned, which would probably be tomorrow. He's being arraigned at arraigned at uh, East Boston District yeah. Court. Oh, we should go so, down there. We can we can head down there tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's right like, down the what's street. What's up? What's up? It is. Yeah. yeah, so this was uh, what the thing is, <laughs> I can't even make words happen because it's it just <laughs> I can't even handle it because this part is what gets me. This is, is the funniest part of the whole story. Is, <laughs> you know, is, having a gun, is, you, you can do like a little mind slip you. where you're like, oh, maybe you I should have run a gun. But yeah, you. This is the fun part. This is the fun. This is the funny part. I mean, yeah, you. Or you could have had a your girlfriend could have slipped it in there and been like, "Ha ha, motherfucker! I knew you would cheat and enjoy right. jail." You never know. We right. we don't know what transpired before he got to the airport. Right, right. But this is the thing that killed me: is that on May fifteenth at eleven eleven a.m., Jack Jones had tweeted at John Morant, dumb dot dot. You letting social media and your pride ruin your real money. Put in them, put them guns down and run that money up. Make one of your homies sign up for security or concealed carry if you feel like you need it that bad. But you are the breadwinner and you got to start acting like it. Huh. Insert open, <laughs> open, mouth, open mouth, insert foot. Right? Wild. Yeah. Make Wild. one of your homies sign up for security or concealed carry. Live by the words that you preach. I mean, he was concealed carrying it though, <laughs> just at the airport. Yeah, but he was. <laughs> he was like not not his boys, and like they're not properly paperworked. And uh... or again, you're at the airport. You're at the freaking airport, man. You're like the there's airport. signs, there's signs right before security that says make there's sure signs you don't on have the door. There's signs on the door before you enter in any terminal. It's got love, it's it's I the is a little gun. Yeah. It's a little gun, and it has the Ghostbusters sign. Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. No ghosts. That means no, no ghosts, no guns. Right. No shirt, no shoes, no guns, no ghosts. So mm -hmm. I mean, like, uh and, and it's just like, man, I, I don't know. It, it, it's just the stupidity of people that think that they can get away with like they're not going to be found like the guns won't be found like we're not we're not pre 9-11 anymore yeah like before it was like security couldn't give a shit less 
you know? And like, you know, in the sixties, you could just walk on the tarmac and just grab a plane and see you later. It doesn't matter what you had on you. But like now, like holy shit, man, how stupid it's are you? a it I I can't make words happen to yeah. uh, make a thought. I can't because it is mind boggling to me that this transpired at the airport. Right. Of all places. And the fact that he's trying to tell John Morant not to be uh, a thug and carry guns and all this shit. And then he gets picked up at the airport for guns. But there is a history, uh, a history of of things with Jones, though. Correct? Oh, there is. He's got a little bit of a a history. He's got a little bit of history. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Yeah. He, um, you know, he academically failed out of USC and had to leave USC. They were like, thank you. And that summer he was arrested uh, in Santa Paula on commercial bar- bar- uh, commercial burglary um, under $950, not during business hours and conspiracy to commit crime. So he um, broke into a place. He broke into a Panda Express. <laughs> a Panda Express. Him and one of his friends were in Panda, broke into Panda Express while his other friend was in the car. What? And what I mean, listen. I don't know. They were twenty, twenty, and nineteen. They were they were boys, and they were probably like my mind was like they really wanted that chicken. Yeah. Like I they, mean, that orange were, chicken is delicious. Yeah, I mean, they were like Pinder mm. Express isn't the best of food, but when you're high as shit, Pinder Express chicken, the golden orange chicken um, with the we sesame don't have it scene. up here. I mean, we don't have it up here, man. Pinder Express. We don't have Panda. Do we have Panda Express up here? You can get it in a mall. No, that's know. a different. That's not Panda Express. Panda Express is different. Panda it's Express awesome. is from. Okay. The, well, yeah, it's all the all same, same sort of. You just you're over there. Have you're salivating now? Okay, so I have to go wrangle up some bail money. Yeah. For well, you. No, I'll just go to a, a a Panda Express and just buy me some orange chicken. Like I don't need to steal it at two. All right, I'm just making sure. I'm just good. So job. he breaks so, into yeah. a Panda Express. For, breaks into a um... Panda Express for some <laughs> of that some of that chicken. I don't know. We don't know what he broke in there for, but he broke in. Um, he pled guilty to it, uh, served a 45-day house arrest. Um, you know, then he continued on his career. He what did he go to Arizona State and was there, then was drafted. And last season with the Patriots, he was put on the IR slash suspension list with the Patriots because he had a knee injury. In December. So I think that was like one of the first games of the season. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's not that serious, yada, yada, yada. But they put him on the I the IR so that he could get rehabilitation. And it was like the end of the month. And he was reported seeing being he was reported being seen, like cleaning out his locker, throwing all the stuff in a duffel bag like he was done, like he wasn't going to continue the rehab routine. Huh. And um, yeah, because with when you get hurt with the Patriots organization and I think other football teams are like this, I don't know. They have specific doctors and rehabilitation programs underneath their umbrella that they want you to go through so that they can monitor you 
right. to determine where you are to come back to play. The if proper way of coming back into the sport. Right. So they don't want serious you. Damage. Yeah, they don't want you going to an outside guy because they're not going to trust, you know, right. your doctor, your doctor from like the Melrose Wakefield or from whatever. Right. And that who just was like, oh, yeah, you're fine here. Right. Um, They want the specific doctor. So be- there was some kind of miscommunication in that time frame. And it had been reported that um, he then was suspended and fined because he was missing rehabilitation appointments. Right. So it's something where it was like, okay, there were a few red flags, but not a lot of red flags. And it's so instead of you getting your your calendar situated and getting on track with rehab, you decide just to clean out your locker and then and then do what? You're like, yeah, whatever. Somebody else will sign me. With my bum knee. I don't know. That's uh. I mean, at this, I I have the feeling now he's not gonna have a job. Well, yeah, now Bill Belichick's gonna be like. See you later. See you later. Because he don't give a shit. No, he does not care. He's cut cut people for less. Yeah. You could be the best so, player on the team or the worst player on the team. And you know what? You don't give a fuck. You sneeze in the wrong direction of Bill Belichick and you're gone. So Yeah. So Jones is going to be out of work. And that's, that's going to be it. You went to the airport. Yeah. You went to the fucking airport. You went to the fucking... Like, I still can't even make this... I mean, like, I can't get it in my thick skull here. Like, ugh. I mean, the Patriots suspended Wes Welker for making feet jokes. <laughs> you know, that was great, though. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. But like, that's the type of shit where it's like somebody made a joke at a press conference and they got suspended. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen to Jones here? Seriously, what do you think? Do you not know the history of how the organization runs, even with the smallest things? I mean, I could pause and pump the brakes for a second and go, okay, so we did have a murderer on our hands for a while. Yeah, but we didn't um, know that, though. Exactly. We didn't know, and then start things started coming out, and then we were like, yeah. okay, we need to not be associated with this. Right. Um, But, yeah. You went to Logan Airport with guns, man. Yeah. Like, what... What cereal did you eat in the morning? We're like, this is a bright idea. Yeah. Uh, shit flakes. Fucking yeah. the Lenny Dykstra steroids oh, on Wheaties. Yeah. Oh, those were Is that yeah. what you had for breakfast? Yeah. That's no. what, like, because that's like, oh. I, uh, I can't process it. I'm so flabbergasted. Yeah. It's so stupid. But I, I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, I mean, we could go to the courthouse tomorrow. I know we should, we really should, and just hang out and try to get an interview with the guns. <laughs> <laughs> the guns come. Can we interview out. the two guns that were picked up at Logan Airport, please? No. So, uh, I don't know. All right, all right. So, <laughs> you know what? That's gonna do it because I, I'm still trying to process the fact that he broke into a fucking Panther Express. Dude, and that was Yosemite Sam. Yeah, ain't got shit on this episode. We got booze, we got guns, we got the, the way of life. You know, Panda Express chicken. That's, that's hardcore. It's so good. It's so good. I just. I, I. That's the thing. Like the benefit of the doubt. I was like, okay, he was in his early twenties. He was probably fucking high as a kite. Oh, absolutely. Like, because uh, that's the time that it's like. Oh, Right. And you uh 
like, I really need that shit. I really need it. We're going to get it. Uh, I'm going to go find me a Panda Express. Maybe I need to retaste this chicken. I don't know. I mean, mall Chinese food is the worst of Chinese foods, but oh, it yeah. is. It's a natural. Let's just, let's just go to Collins. Let's just do this. It's right here. It's a, it's a natural laxative mall yeah. Chinese food. Yeah. yeah. This is up the wheel. All right. So that's going to do it here for In a Pickle. Thank you so much for listening. Go over to iatradio.com and check out all of our pages, our Twitter, our Instagram, our YouTube, and uh, our TikTok. Go over to the merch store and pick yourself up some butter, soft shirts, coffee mugs, and other sweatshirts that make your body just, mmm, I'm soft inside. No? You don't like that one? Uh. <laughs> you know what, though, Sarah? You haven't even purchased a shirt yet, so you don't know how your no. body feels in you're so soft. Go over to the hey. Deluxe Edition Network and check out the podcast of the month, Deep Tart Secrets and Barrel Ape Chicks. Also, all of the shows that are on the Den Network are going to the deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Click the link in our description for this episode on the bottom. Uh, go check out Sarah at Daddyo Sports Cards on Instagram. Go and like and follow all her stuff. And um, if you can find me on the internet, then follow me. Uh, yeah, but follow us at inapickle.com. Uh, nope. Do it. Follow us at ipradio.com. Cool. Do, Do that link and follow us everywhere. Do it. You like the show? Support. Rate. Support. Guide. Direct. Do all the things that you can. Share it with your friends. Share it with your friends. Share it with your, share it with your mama. I don't know. Share it with your dad. It, it was Father's Day this last weekend you know that's it. what we're here for what we're here for you know that's what these are here to do so. all right that's it i'm i'm done talking yeah so, all right thank good. you for listening yeah. all right so for sarah ray i'm dave houghton we will see you next time goodbye bye